once upon a time, in a world with faith and fairness, there was something hidden. Down the boundary! He's gonna go! Pitch on the way for Mikulacic. Swing and a miss! Mikulacic gets the strikeout! And for the first time in school history, the Bearcats are going to the Super Regionals! Get ready for a next-level show. Hello and welcome to Chasing the Cup. I'm your host, Jason Barfield. We've got a good one lined up for you today. Coming in studio to talk with us is Ryan Humphreys. He's on the football team kind of a do-it-all type player. We're going to talk to Ryan about the announcement of football in the spring and the work that he does as part of the Sam Houston State Student Athlete Advisory Council. All of that coming up right here on Chasing the Cup. A 43-yard field goal with a ticket to the championship on the line. Here's the stuff. The kick is At this moment, who you voted for doesn't matter. What kind of car you drive, how much money you make, what kind of music you listen to, or how many followers you have doesn't matter. At this moment, the only thing that does is football. Visit footballmatters.com. And welcome back to Chasing the Cup. I'm now joined by Ryan Humphreys, kind of a, a Swiss Army knife, if you will, of this, uh, of this Sam Houston football team. Play a little quarterback, play a little wide receiver, hold on kicks. What, what else do you do for this team? Uh, I know last year I took some snaps at, at running back, uh, returned some punts. Um, definitely definitely play on the uh, return team. So, yeah, definitely definitely all over the place, but keeps me on my toes. So I, I definitely enjoy it. How fun is that for, for a guy um, to be able to go into a game and not know where you might get involved over the course of the game? Well, I know practice uh, last year, you know, with, with different injuries and, and different situations, I had to had to stay on my toes. And, you know, Tuesday I might work one thing, Wednesday I might might hold another. And so just, just going on into a game uh, with the mindset of you never know what's going to happen uh, was, was, was really enjoyable for me last year. We'll get into a little bit of last year talking a little bit, but the one thing I really want to get into right now is the recent release of the spring schedule by the Southland Conference. Six games on the slate for you guys. Uh, just what was your initial thoughts when you when you saw that the Southland was announcing officially that there's going to be a spring season? Well, I was excited. Uh, you know, you you <clears throat> it's it's been a weird fall with working out and not really having a uh, having a goal in place but but when the schedule was released it was kind of a light at the end of the tunnel for for me as well as the the rest of the team and so you know I, I think today at practice they said it was 145 days until we opened up with incarnate word and and that's exciting you know uh, any opportunity you get uh, to play for a conference championship and to go to the postseason and play for a national championship it is a special opportunity and I know that was kind of the 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 process behind the decision to play in the spring for us. And so I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. How much does it mean to you guys as players to, to be able to play for a championship, get that ring and get back into the postseason? Well, it's huge. Uh, you know, I know, I know playing in the fall is, is what everyone wanted to do, but when you, when you get right to it, it, it's all about winning a ring. And so, you know, achieving something as a team together, you know, 
doesn't really matter when it is. It's just that the opportunity that you get to do so. What have these fall practices been like for you guys? Again, uh, I think I think early on uh, they were tougher because we didn't know when we would play, if we would play. Uh, but I, I know now there's a lot of a lot of excitement. Uh, this morning we had our first official uh, uh, practice for for the spring season, and so there was there was definitely a buzz buzz around knowing that that football is is going to happen. Is it hard on Saturdays sitting down and watching? college football on TV and not being part of it right now? Well, I know that it's the most college football that I've personally watched in the last three years. Uh, and I think I, I was talking to my parents about it. It's probably the first fall that I haven't had football since about the second grade. So de- definitely, definitely a change, but you know, you just have to adapt and overcome. So what do your Saturdays look like now? A lot of watching football. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Saturdays and Sundays is, is set aside to watch football. Do you guys get together as a team? Just kind of, I know things have to change a little bit in terms of just y'all's interactions and, and stuff like that. So, how much do y'all see each other outside of practice, outside of the facilities? Well, you got to be careful. Um, you know, they, they kind of preach uh, to to really only hang out with your roommates because um, because right now, you know, you you got to be you got to be disciplined as a team and as a as an individual and who you're around, uh, where where you go. You know, you got to be conscious about wearing a mask and and so I, I think as a team we're, we're being pretty cautious about how we go about things outside of football when you know, let's, let's go back to last year and uh just talk about a little campaign that you had going uh it was your holder of the year campaign tell me a little bit about how that got started and uh just kind of what you did last season as far as that goes well, last year I uh, I held held for PATs and field goals, and uh, it was brought to my attention that there was actually an award for for the best best field goal placeholder in the nation. And so, as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Well, well hey, I, that's that's a that's a really fun opportunity to try and uh, win an award." And so I took it by I took it by the reins, uh, you know, gave it my all. Celebrations after. Uh, awesome, awesome videos, you know, week in and week out to uh, promote that. And I just, I had a lot of fun with it. Is it something that we're going to look to see again this spring? I, I plan on it. I, I plan on doing that the, the rest of my time at Sam Houston State. So stay tuned. So a big part of this award was, and you mentioned it, the celebrations. And, uh, you know, it's not just the holder putting the ball down and then jogging off the field. There, there's a little creativity after the fact. Tell me about some of those celebrations and how they came about. Well, you know, you try to you try to have a couple planned um, going into the game, or at least I did. But you know, a game like you know last year against Incarnate Word, we we kind of blew up and scored a lot of points. So you got to have to work on the fly. You don't don't really have a lot of time to plan anything out. Did you have a uh, celebration that you liked? Was was there a go to celebration? Was there uh, a celebration that just kind of happened spontaneously that? After the fact, you were like, man, I like that one. <laughs> well, a couple of them were, you know, just kind of generic things, you know, maybe a golf swing. I know that the uh, – I, I swung a baseball bat, uh, an imaginary baseball bat, and that ended up on the, one of the hype videos, so that was pretty cool. Couple, couple pop culture references thrown in there. I know when the, the Dak Prescott, uh, his, his warm-up routine before the game, I did that, that the following week, and so, you know, a lot of guys thought that was funny, uh, but – 
you know, just definitely have a good time with it uh, and kind of get creative as well. So you've got a little bit of time this fall then to to work on some new material yeah, for the spring. Yeah, I, I guess I need to I guess I need to do my my studying on that. Any any hints as far as what we might be able to look forward to? Well, uh, hopefully we just score a lot of points, and so so I'm out there a lot doing it. What was the reception like with uh with your teammates on that kind of stuff? Because I know I saw a lot of stuff on social media, especially with the videos. Well, well, week to week, the the reception that I get from from teammates and, and people at Sam Houston uh, is, is that they love it, and that it's you know a lot of people got behind it towards the end of the year, tweeting out you know hump holder of the year twenty twenty stuff like that, uh, and so it's fun, um, and and the more people that get behind it, the funner it is. Well, it'd be something to look forward to for sure. Uh, I do want to talk another thing, another role that you have here within the athletic department, and that's your role with the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, and just kind of talk us through what that is and kind of what your role is there. Yeah, so the uh, the SAC Council is is, is what it, it we call it. It's the Student Athlete Advisory Council. Uh, you know, it's kind of the voice of the athletes, um, kind of the, the liaison between student athletes and coaches, if you will. Uh, each sport has – you know, X amount of representatives. Uh, we meet and do various things, have meetings. Uh, or, or we, we do a lot of stuff with the athletic director, Bobby Williams. Uh, I know last week we had a we had a meeting with the new president, Dr. White. And, and it's really, first off, I just want to say that it's a, it's a privilege to be on there. You know, if you are lucky enough to be selected to be on the SAC, uh, it, it's a big deal. It says a lot about you and your character. Uh, you know, Miss Thompson d- takes a lot of pride in it. Uh, I take a lot of pride in it. So I this year I actually was was elected president of, of SAC, and so that's you know that that's that's a big deal. I, I definitely don't take that lightly. Uh, I'm honored, and I you know I'm really really striving to do a good job for for SAC for Miss Thompson and Sam Houston State Athletics. Well, there's a SAC initiative this year, and it's national, and um, it's being supported by everybody. But it's a November third initiative. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so the new the November third initiative. Um, obviously, that's election day. You know, big election coming up, and, and the initiative is that you know there's no no countable uh, athletic activities on that day. So film, workouts, practice, any of that, and basically it's to promote to get out and vote. Uh, and, and the thing I like about about it is, you know, there's no there's no pressure on who to vote for or, or anything like that. It's just it's just showing that that you know you're you're using your ability to vote uh, because that's important, uh, especially in the times that we're in right now. Uh, I think I think it is important to get out and vote. Uh, and so, you know, we're using the initiative to to kind of educate people on that, make sure everyone's registered correctly. You know, being college athletes, you're not necessarily close to home and, you know, you have to vote inside your county or inside your state. And so we've, we try to do a good job of getting people uh, registered correctly so that they can vote on that day. What are some of the other projects that y'all do throughout the year? Just kind of some yearly stuff that y'all do with SAC. So we do we do stuff out in the community, and uh, you know, right now that's a little tough just because of of Corona. I know we do a lot of things with uh, the elementary schools. You know, have some uh, some play days where we just you know go to recess and, and play with the kids, have some autograph sessions. Uh, lately, uh, the uh, Lake Charles 
the hurricane that hit Lake Charles, we, we've done a lot of work to uh, get them supplies, and I know a lot of other teams in our conference have done the same. So that, that says a lot about uh, the Southland Conference, uh, just the brotherhood that it has in, in helping one of, one of their own out. Um, another thing we do, we're, we're real big on uh, athletes supporting athletes, and that's what that is is, you know, in your free time, uh, football goes to watch women's basketball. Women's basketball goes to watch baseball games and, and, and so on. And, and, you know, that's that's a big deal. It seems little, but it's a big deal that, you know, someone – obviously I know as a student athlete that there's not a lot of free time. And if another student athlete spends theirs watching me, knowing that they put in the same amount of hard work that I do, that's pretty special. And that's, and that's really big, and I know that's something that Bobby Williams is big on as well, and he likes to see when the other athletes are there – and, you know, the name of this podcast is Chasing the Cup, and it's about, you know, the Commissioner's Cup. That being the ultimate goal for the athletic department is winning that cup. How big is that to y'all? I mean, how much does that help drive y'all uh, knowing that such a big emphasis is placed on that? Well, I, I didn't know anything about it, uh, you know, when I first got to Sam. But, you know, at, at the beginning of each year, we have the uh, the champions uh, picnic, I think that's what it's called, and they, they – presented the trophy when I got here, the Commissioner's Cup. Well, we've won two since, and so that's – obviously it's a big deal. It's it's There's a lot of pride in it here at Sam Houston State and just, you know, our athletics as a whole, uh, the success of that is, is certainly something to be proud about. So you're not unfamiliar with the, uh, the podcasting side of things. You've got your own podcast going. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, me and uh, another Bearcat football player, Dalton Meyer, uh, we started Walk On Radio um, a couple months ago. It's kind of a, a football sports podcast. Uh, we, we felt that we were two, two knowledgeable guys with it, and uh, we, don't, we don't agree on a lot. And so uh, we thought – we thought we could make a podcast out of it, you know, in the in the world we live in with internet and social media, that seems to be the fad right now. Uh, and so we, we've definitely had a lot of fun with it. You know, now our coaches are starting to get in on on some of the picks, uh, our weekly pick them with college football and NFL. And so we've had a we've had a good time with it. I must say reception been pretty good with it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, uh, obviously our our families are are watching it, but I think I think a lot of our teammates and people in, in Huntsville and various other places are starting to watch it too. All right, let's get back to the 2020 season just uh, a little bit and looking forward to the spring. And, uh, you know, I know some of the concerns that people talk about is playing a spring season and then turning around and playing again in the fall. Just from your standpoint, what sort of challenges does that present? Kind of what's your thoughts as you look ahead to the potential of playing, you know, 18, 19 games in a calendar year? Yeah, um, I, obviously the initial um, response to it is that's kind of the uh, the negative of playing in the spring. But I, you know, I, let's not forget that in a in a normal year we would have a, a, a spring practice season, and, and that's you know if you don't know that's a six week, uh, fifteen to twenty practice ish workouts six days a week, and so you know it, it's silly to act like that's not grueling on your body going into summer workouts in a season and so you know I'd be willing to bet you know that you get you almost do more on your body during that than than a football season because you know reality is is you don't you don't get tackled and and hit that many times in a football game Um, and that and I know that's that's a weird thing to say but it but it's true and so I think it really only affects 
uh, the teams that go far enough in the playoffs. And, yeah, that's that's a quick turnaround. But I know if you asked if you asked our roster, if you asked anyone else's roster that, you know, would you pass up the opportunity to play deep into the playoffs, you know, but the, the negative side of, side of it is a quick turnaround, everyone would say, let's do it, let's play, you know. So that that's how I look at it. And speaking of playoffs, you know, this program has had a tradition of being in the postseason well, that hadn't been there the last two years. How big of a motivating factor is that for you guys? Oh, it's huge. Um, the tradition at Sam Houston State. I know we've won, we've won the second most uh, Division One ball games um, in the at the FCS level. Uh, and the last few years, we've missed the playoffs, and that's you know that's unacceptable for our standards. Uh, we're looking we're looking to change that. Uh, and we feel like we feel like that we're we're very capable of it. Um, you know, when things start clicking, I, I really think that that this team can be special. Well, give us a little preview then. What are, who are some names that we need to know that maybe we haven't heard yet for this program? Well, obviously, you know this name, but you know Eric Schmid uh, is is really special. Um, you know, last year he goes down, and that kind of that changed the outlook of our season. You know, kind of had to scrape some stuff together, but I think. I think if he stays healthy, uh, you know, Eric Schmidt is truly special. Um, Chandler Harvin uh, kind of came on late last year uh, at receiver. I think he's looking to, to have a big-time couple years. He's You know, he'll be a redshirt sophomore, and so that's he's got a lot of time. Uh, I know uh, other people in the receiver room, you've got Ife Day, D. Bowens, uh, Brennan Tibbs, you know, guys like that who, who have really – really put in a lot of work, uh, are, are doing good things on the field. Uh, and the defensive side of the ball, you know, I, I think last year that arguably they were the best defense in the nation. And I think this year they have a real shot at being the best defense in the nation. That's that's big, and that's something that I know they've been trying to build towards. So I'll be curious to see how that plays out. So right now in the fall, y'all are doing practices. Anything you guys are doing to kind of keep those competitive juices flowing right now with uh not having games yeah well uh so saturday this coming saturday we will put on uh you know full pads and so obviously that's gonna that's gonna create some buzz it's been a long time since we've put on pads uh you know last spring we we started spring ball but then left for spring break and never came back and so um we're, we're definitely missing out uh or missing the opportunity to be in pads and so we're excited about that uh and i you know we we have a we have a self-motivated group uh i think there's a lot of competitive juices flowing uh amongst us and so you know i definitely definitely wouldn't be surprised if if the next month is really really high intensity for us all right ryan i know it's going to be it's a weird fall it's going to be an even weirder spring but i think we're all looking forward to uh to kicking those lights on and watching a little uh, Bearcat football and seeing you guys get back into the postseason. So, appreciate you joining us. Uh, tell you what, let's do this again in the spring, and let's let's make it a holder of the year campaign edition, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can help you make that push for, for national holder okay, of the year. Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Chasing the Cup. I uh, hope you join us next time as we continue to dive into Sam Houston State Athletics. If you like what you're hearing from us this year, be sure and rate and review the show. If you're not subscribing to Chasing the Cup, you can do so on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Chasing the Cup is recorded in the Bearcat Sports Network studios in the new Wood Forest Athletic Center. This week's episode was written and produced by Jason Barfield. 
broadcast calls are courtesy ESPN. The songs Hot Shot and Clear Progress are courtesy scottholmesmusic.com. This has been a presentation of the Bearcat Sports Network.